1: Recorded live.
2: Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to On the Streets. I am K.K. Welly, and tonight I have some neat co-hosts. Alongside of me I have Lucy and Triple D. How are y'all doing tonight? I am doing one-
3: right.
4: wonderful, Miss K.K., you know, I just flew in here at the last second on that layer. had some fighter pilots from Russia on my ass. Don't ask why. That that's a long story. story.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, what about you? you? How you doing?
5: I'm cool and you know the same as always until it's time to eat the
2: mic. All right, all right. Well Triple D, I heard you got something gonna go ahead and crack this mic open with tonight. So the mic the stage is yours.
3: All right, this piece
4: is called Dead Eyes. Oh, okay this is the story of a boy who grew up with cold eyes never said he was tripping when he was hearing bold lies to him it was the norm currency was bought and sold lies tell you from the beginning homie I ain't trying to keep it hidden this story is all mine learn to tell a lie from the truth feel it deep in my bones this ain't something that come natural the skill is all home when I stay ghost brown at me looking like I'm stoned dead. Natural look like I'm dead from the day I was born let the look on your face tell you all your secrets nose flaring let me tell you you begin and it get heated this is my story i need it for you to be seated when i tell you about concrete where my niggas is bleeding bring me back from the dead i guess you was hitting me with stags currency of this world its integrity that they lack let me bring in attack cuz even my head lies the story of a boy who was born with dead eyes dead eyes see to the heart of the matter dead eyes i I've seeing and heard that tatter, dead eyes the seen some brains begin to splatter dead eyes the seen the heart begin to tatter dead eyes See the heart of the matter, dead eyes. Then seen and heard that rat a tat tatter, dead eyes. Then seen some brains begin to spread a dead eyes. Then seen them hearts begin to tatter, dead eyes. Here I'm playing every time I wrap my hand on the mic. In the world that we live in, nothing is hidden from sight. Can see these eyes for real. They don't walk by face. Only face value I'm seeing is the value of face. So tell me, do you value your face? And don't tell me a lie. Got deception leakers, a lot of speakers picked up by my ghostly brown pupils teaching the teaching. Is a lesson. This is the study guide prepared for a test in no oracle eyes like the world to like the world to Socrates philosophies. Only those who know they super can ever possibly ascend to the seat of the most wise. Scratch that I mean most high like California. Paranoia is filled into dead eyes, dead eyes to the heart of the matter. Dead eyes unseen and heard that chat tatter. Dead eyes some seen some brains begin to spider dead eyes some seen that
3: heart begin to tatter dead eyes. Triple D, Young Beast Nation, and Beast.
2: Right there, right there. That's how you walk on the street tonight. That was some fire shit right there. What do you think about that? That was Lucy. fire. What? That
3: was fire. <laughs> Dead
4: eyes. Straight up. I ain't what gonna lie, you got a fire Actually, it was my brother, Luchi, right here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you, remember he
4: came on, you remember he came on and did that piece, Real Lives, see realize, right? Yeah. Realize, Recognize, oh. Real Yeah, that was it. <laughs> I was thinking about that piece, and then I was listening to some of my old tracks, you know, preparing for the show tonight. And now I'm like, right. let me go find the beat, write something, and this is what came out. That's what I'm That's talking so about, that raw and uncut stuff.
2: Raw and uncut. That's how I like it. I like it raw and uncut. you I've been sitting and listening to some music lately. And <laughs> I've been listening to the fact that they get ready to drop a new Tupac album. Now, what? this is going to be crazy because the fact Tupac's really been old. dead a long time.
1: Yeah, like... First,
2: like, like... Yeah. They're yeah. dropping a new Tupac album. You know, Tupac wrote and recorded, like, over 200 songs before he died. So nothing right. got published. So That's Eminem crazy. got some of the publishing rights from his mother to publish and mix his songs. So they're right. to come up with a whole new album of Machiavelli, Tupac Shakur. Wow. Oh.
1: Wow. Well, you know, I know. I'm hyped about
5: that. I think the word. I'll be the first weakness out of Walmart, Best
4: Buy, Target, wherever. She first. Me and you going to be first and second right there. First hey, wait, hey. and second,
1: I'm trying to buy 10 copies. Me, I'm
4: going to you up in New Orleans, right? <laughs> hey, look, that's bet.
2: Y'all know that because, you know, I'm a huge fan of Tupac Shakur, just to the fact he's a poet. And you know, he was one of those like militant type of men and you know, he's one of my favorite artists all the time. So when I heard that, I was like, Oh shit. Right. I was like, either it's gonna be really good or really bad. But then when I heard Eminem's right. gonna do it, I was like, Okay, Eminem got this, he he ain't gonna fuck this up. <laughs> right. But well, if they do oh,
5: that real. they
2: should do a um they should do a they should release a biggie one too then. Ooh. They and should like, they've they they having one. a lot of problems with his estate though. Um, estate. They've had a lot of issues between his mother and Faith Evans and stuff. You know, they've been having issues with right. his wife. But shoot, plus I don't think P. Nitty would ever let that happen. You know.
3: Yeah.
4: yeah. yeah. I ain't gonna lie. You said you said it was Eminem whose hands this is in. Oh yeah. See, I I really can't think of any other rapper out there except maybe. Dr. Dre or Rakim right. whose hands I right. really see being able to pull this off. So I'm really happy with right. the person Tupac's legacy on the hands. Definitely,
2: definitely. I, I am pretty excited about them preserving his legacy. And you know, people say he's still alive in Cuba. And you know, he, he, you know, um, Suge Knight has been arrested, you know, going to jail for trying to kill somebody with a car. So, you know, I don't know. Maybe it shouldn't. like go to jail. Tupac might pop up and be like, "I'm back." So who knows? <laughs> <laughs> hey,
4: Russ. You know, I uh, I I've, I've said this to a few of my friends. I noticed it a while back. The three kings: king of hip hop, king of rock and roll, and the king of pop are the three people they say never the, are the three people that they say never died. True, true. I
2: have a question for you. Who do you yes,
3: think ma'am. is the king of
4: hip-hop? The king of
2: hip-hop? Mm-hmm.
4: Alive today?
2: Yeah, overall?
4: Overall? I don't know. You know, I know it's kind of a cliche answer, but I got to say Pac is the king overall. You
1: know, the again,
4: I got to go with Pac. I mean, Pac took the, Pac <laughs> took the title, and then he didn't
1: claim it. God, God
4: that was, that's the thing about Pac for me. <laughs> Posh took the title and then he never claimed it.
2: What?
1: True,
2: no. true, true, true. Okay, wait, wait, wait,
1: wait,
2: wait hold on, wait wait, 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 wait. Who do you think is the hip-hop king, Lucy? Everybody know it's Biggie,
1: hands down. Hold up, hold up. See, that's how to walk. Once Biggie, once,
5: look, listen, you got to listen to this. All right. When Tupac got shot up, Biggie had already made a song called Who Shot
2: You? Once
5: Biggie released that song, it was like,
6: hands down, what are you saying?
5: He went to that, man. He went to California to promote his album. Man, look, Biggie, hands down, y'all. I don't know what you're saying. (laughs)
2: Okay, okay. What about Pop? What about Pop? Who is this? single Pop?
1: Pac is
4: the king, hands down, fam. Like
1: <laughs> Pac, honestly,
4: honestly, if I was to make a top three list of who would be nominated for king, Biggie wouldn't even be on my list. He might be down what? at wait, wait, or fifth or Wait, wait. So who is your top three? Top three, hands down: Pop, Rakim, and M.
1: Hands Man, you down. crazy! Man, you crazy! <laughs> Bro, you crazy! <laughs>
4: Hey look, <laughs> Bro, say, yeah, we got the rap king, the
1: rap divine king,
4: okay. MC. If you go if you if you say rap king, you also gotta have like statistics,
5: you gotta have records that's been broke, you know what I'm saying? So until okay, sure. you just like okay, you might be saying pop because of you know what I'm saying, he got that flow, that material, he 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 real inspirational with it, but if you go record wise that's been broke, how do you exclude Lil Wayne from out of that? I mean he broke Elvis Presley records. True. most selling True.
4: True, Lil Wayne did. He did do that. I want to say one thing. I want to say one thing about Lil Wayne. What? Lil Wayne is not hip-hop. Lil Wayne is hip-hop. There is a difference, okay? No, no,
5: no. Hip and pop. You got to be in that judgment because, listen, when you have an artist who is in hip-hop that can cross over to rock, that then can cross over to something else, he's crossed over to different genres. True,
4: true. Lil Wayne has talent as an artist, but I wouldn't say that he's an MC. And that is where that is where
2: he's an artist. He is. He's like Lil Wayne is like all around artist. Because I mean, my man can play the guitar. He can do Mm -hmm. rock music, rap music, and actually, Lil Wayne is a poet. That's something that a lot of people don't know. Lil Wayne actually is a poet. And I had the pleasure of reading some of his stuff, and that dude actually is pretty deep. Right. So side people but, he's not all, I you know, of my and could stuff.
5: I couldn't, I couldn't do a top three. I have to have a top five. My top five, it'll be Biggie, of course. Then it'll go Tupac, Run Up, Eminem, Jay-Z, then Lil Wayne. That's my top five. I'll
4: give, you, I'll give you Jay-Z five, on four.
2: Yeah. My top five, though, would be Pac, Biggie, Nas. Nah. And Eminem. No.
4: That was my top four. I don't my know. Nah. Nah, nah, I don't know. Jay Z and Nas kinda kinda vying for that number four spot in my mind. And then Biggie <laughs> comes after. But and, <laughs> I don't know, I've never been a Biggie person. You know, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. know. Tupac had that Tupac had that feeling, it wasn't just the inspirationalness about it, but it was the fact that he could sit there. And he could go ham on the track, and then the next track he could be sitting there talking to you like he was in your own damn house having a conversation with you.
2: True,
4: true. Right. He, he was, was a bit of and a rapper. Okay,
5: but well then in that case, you got rappers that's doing that now. Okay, you got J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar. They be talking
4: to you like you're sitting true. right now. I'll I give you <laughs> J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar, but I don't think that they have <laughs> the experience.
5: To me that's a cliche Because experience to me is nothing Okay, I may be a rookie, you a vet But if I could come into your house And do the same thing you're doing Then what's the, what's the experience?
4: The difference true. It, boils down true. To just, it boils down to geography. Tupac yeah. proved that he could do it Consistently time after time after time Eminem did the same thing He proved that he could do it time after time after time In different ways and different flows Right. but Kendrick and Lamar and J. Cole haven't proved themselves to that level yet because they what? just haven't had the time to. What? <laughs> <laughs> right,
1: hold, 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 hold up, up. Have to, hold, hold up,
2: hold, hold, up hold up. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Y'all look so crazy. We got a call on the line. Let's oh. see. North Central Kentucky. If you want to speak with us, please click star eight. Let me know you're in the queue. But, okay, switch it from hip hop. Who do you guys think is the king of rock and roll? Elvis
4: Presley, that's it. No, wait, 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 wait. We talking rock and roll as it was yeah, in, Elvis, and in Elvis Presley? Elvis Presley day, or are we talking rock as it is today? Because those are two um, different, completely different genres. Really very true.
2: I would say rock and roll overall. I would say Elvis Presley, but rock and mm-hmm. roll today. I don't know who I would say today in rock and roll music. I don't
4: know. With rock and roll today, I kind of want to give the title to a band that it's on the main stage, but they don't really get the credit they deserve in my mind, and that would be Three Days Grace.
1: Who? Mm -mm. Three
4: Days Grace really takes the cake in my mind because they can go from angry as fuck in Animal I've Become to speaking some real shit with you know, right?
5: And ooh, and rock talk about
4: my, my favorite group is um Radioactive. Radioactive was another yeah. yeah yeah. That's my I people. like that. That's my people. And oh. then and and then the thing about them is they can also get that party flavor in there. You right. know, Let's Start a Riot was a party song. I mean, it's a good it's a good hard hitting song, but at the same time, it's also a party song. And so right. it shows it shows that they can mix their styles so well. And then the right. fact that the band stays all over the United States and they write half their shit just sending it to each other through the mail or through email. Right. Oh, you, you also you can't forget about Kid Rock. Kid Rock, yeah, I'll give you enough. Kid rock. Kid rock. Kid Rock, I don't know if I would put him on the same level in rock and roll, but as an artist, I would put him as surpassing Three Days Grace Simply from the fact I don't I don't know how else to put this other than he did in his song Cocky. He's been everything from <laughs> Old George Jones to Jay
3: Z. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Right. Very true. Well, y'all, let's hop over to this caller real quick. Okay. Hello, hello, North Central Kentucky. I'm KK Lilly, and I got my brothers alongside of me tonight. Who do we have with us on the street?
7: This is the one and only Jay Ross from the L-E-X-K-Y.
2: What's up, Mr. Ross? Welcome to On The Street. What you got to share with us tonight?
7: I hear y'all talking about who the best hip-hop artist, who the best rock and roll artist is.
2: Yeah, getting into the and, music, you know. You have an input for us?
7: And I, I'm a, I'm a throw mine out there, man. Uh, I'm going to go with Pac.
4: The best what?
7: Yeah.
1: Real
4: real real eyes right there. Real eyes. That's some dead real eyes. eyes, eyes recognize right
5: real there. Lies. They recognize
4: real lies. Yeah, the real lies the real eyes recognize the real lies that Biggie is the king, okay?
2: okay? Hold on, hold on, wait, you guys, hold on, hold on. We just but, got East Michigan pop in here. Hold on, one second. Let me one second, y'all. East Michigan. Hello, hello. Who do I have with me? East Michigan,
8: hey. you are on How you doing, Ashley?
2: Hey, hello, hello. Let my audience know who you are.
8: This is Dorico. <laughs>
2: hey, man, how you doing tonight?
8: I'm doing well, actually, you know, maintaining through this crazy weather we have going on here in Michigan.
2: Right, with the snow and stuff, it's crazy.
4: <laughs> Y'all got snow? Lucky yeah, we got
2: a little snow. We sitting
4: down here floating down here in Louisiana. Uh,
2: (laughs) Man. For real? So, look, we just had a discussion about who we think the king of hip-hop is. Who do you think?
3: Tell me my
8: options again. I know I heard somebody talking about Biggie.
2: They have – Hawk and Biggie are the ones everybody's kind of like limbo in between. I said Hawk just for the fact (laughs) I'm a poet, but you know – Mother she's agitating a little
4: bit by it, you know. We do have Miss KK Belly over here.
2: <laughs>
4: wow. <laughs> I,
1: you know, I have
6: to go with Pop.
4: What?
1: Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go with Pop. Pop was
8: uh, more vocal to me than Biggie. I,
1: I had oh to Oh my god! There him, you
8: go. The <laughs> oh my
4: god! Right there! Right there! No, I I can that. Be, y'all brainwash these callers. <laughs> look, when right. down to <laughs> it, when boiled down to it, Pac, you know, Biggie was smooth. I'll give him that. You know, Biggie pioneered smoothness in the art, but when it boiled down to it, Pac took that and then he sat there. But that same smoothness sounded like he was sitting here talking to you, and that's something that Biggie just did not do. You know what? I'm not gonna listen.
1: I'm not. <laughs> you know, Park no, <laughs> is like the
8: Malcolm X, and Biggie is Martin Luther King.
2: What? Okay. I could. I could, I'll give you, you that. I give you that. I could agree with okay. that. I could agree with that. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> well, y'all, agree. oh I'm my not. brothers, I, I, I want have, y'all have to sit back for me. Okay, what you got? Who who he said Park was?
8: Pock is Malcolm like Pog's next to me, and Biggie is like Michael the King right. because Pock is more height, and Biggie is right. more
4: laid. Right. Well, here's my question. I, I want to flip the script a little bit. Boil it down to artists that are still alive and producing to date. Who would you say the Malcolm X of this generation of rappers? Ooh, oh, definitely Kendrick Lamar. I, I, hey. uh, Kendrick Ooh. Lamar.
1: I mean,
4: Let me be quiet. Glamour. I'm not saying anything. Kendrick Lamar is the Malcolm I, X of today? No, I'd say Kanye is I say Ken-
1: Ken-
4: hey. I'd say that Kendrick would be the Martin Luther King of today. Uh, honestly, if I had to boil it down and say who I think would be the Malcolm X of today, I'm going to go a little bit outside the mainstream and hit you with Immortal Technique. What? No, Because no. immortal, take
5: I. You have it backwards. Kendrick Lamar can't be Martin Luther King because look how long it took him to release a, a album that didn't even make sense when it came out.
2: <laughs> true, true, it did true. not make sense Hey, so. Lucy Triple D. I want y'all to sit back for me though, so we can let East Michigan and uh, North Central Kentucky do they do they spit on. The street tonight and oh, you, um, sure. get it poppin' with oh, them real sure. quick. Sure. All right, mm-hmm. so let's see what we're gonna do. East Michigan, I want you to go ahead and and let that single out you got for me. All right, let me see. Go ahead, okay, see your heart out. Go ahead, Javale. You talking to me, Ashley?
1: Yeah,
8: I'm
2: talking to you.
8: All right, what's up, everybody? I just want to reintroduce myself again. My name is Dorico. I'm still working on the rights right now to the beat. We're uh, we're negotiating right now. He's kind of like holding on to it. Doesn't want to let it go. But uh, it's called "I'm Loving It." I think it's catching. I hope you all like it. And make sure too that you add me on Facebook. Add the like page, Derico Brand, D E R I K O. Friends, It's all one word. Hey Oh
6: yeah. oh oh. you. Love you, love you. It's easy, cause you're everything I need anymore. Let someone object to, so in Delphi Day they can't affect us, so no, no. Let someone dare object to, in Delphi they can't affect us. Let them go so love, go alive love. Go in love. Hey. La, 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 la. I'm loving it Loving you It's strong And I don't Wanna be right I'm loving it Hey I, I, I'm loving it I'm loving it right.
1: I'm
6: loving it Ooh When you wake up you look good, with no makeup, oh, baby, you said, oh, your paper, oh, and told that no good to see you later, oh, baby, let someone dare object to, and don't see, i can factor. let someone dare object and the season, can affect the past just I'm loving it. Loving you is wrong, and I don't wanna be right. I'm loving it. Hey, hey. I'm loving it. I'm, I'm, I'm loving it. Hey, hey. I'm loving it. I'm loving it, yeah. I'm loving it, yeah.
1: I'm loving it, yeah. Ooh.
2: Oh,
8: yeah. Thank y'all, thank you. A little rough y'all the weather, but I appreciate you if you enjoyed it.
2: Oh yeah. That was beautiful. You definitely came and you just brightened up the street tonight, Dorico. You did that. That was amazing.
8: Thank you, Ashley, thank you. I'm loving it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm loving it as well. Thank you. I want you to stick around with me on the street if you can tonight. And I am going to get okay. an interview with you coming up soon here.
3: Awesome.
2: All right, now,
6: Lucia, triple
2: D. Man, wasn't that beautiful? He just came and put some lights on the street tonight. You know it's not all dark and stuff on the street.
4: Well, you know, I spy with my dead eyes some up-and-comers right now. I yes. try and come up. You yes. know my dad and I ain't never
2: wrong. He's <laughs> dead on target. <laughs> well, and the target is dead I when they on them. I got another voice we're gonna bring in here, real quick. Hello, monster. How are you? Huh? <laughs> Hello, monster. How are you?
9: I don't know that. I don't know that boy.
2: <laughs> Who we got on okay. the with us Who tonight? Who are you there tonight?
9: I'm Cleosis. <laughs>
2: I'm Cleophis.
9: I'm um,
3: Cleophis. Cleophis?
2: No, me and Cleophis? Drew, uh, Me, me and Cleosis. Right nah. Mm-mm. No, well, me and Cleosis got in a fight last time. We, You know, we almost rumbled it out. I, I can't vibe with Cleosis. I need a monster. Oh,
4: I didn't do nothing.
2: Yes, you did. I was going okay. to die.
4: Let let, me let let our studio audience know who we got with us here tonight, because, you know, this is a man with a thousand names right here, so it gets a little bit hard to keep track of him, especially when he's switching voices. This
9: is... I would like to say my name is Charles. (laughs) He's King. Other times, I'm Monster. Other times, Mm -hmm.
8: I'm the Ripper.
9: Other times, I'm Black Rain. Other times, I got 997 different other names. I don't know who's coming. So try
4: again, yeah. motherfucker. You He's trying again. <laughs> and then, you know, every couple of, every couple of years, you get that, you get that one extra 1,001 one name that come out. So, you know. True, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, you know it. I'm going to know it. I have a question you. A two two <laughs> <son> you.
2: <laughs> Sir, I got a question for you.
1: What's
2: going on? So, That's a question. I'm getting a
9: kind
2: of old. Oh, I can't hear you. Speak <laughs> oh. up. <laughs> okay, look. This is my question. Shippledee, Lucy, and I, we had a debate on who we think the king of hip-hop is. Who would you say?
1: The king of hip-hop?
2: Yeah.
3: You mean hip-hop now?
2: now no. Hip-hop all over. time.
9: Oh, the king of hip-hop of all time. <laughs> Let me see. Because I'm hosting all you motherfuckers.
3: I see. I <laughs> one. And it was two. All the time.
9: There was never a king of hip hop. Just one son of the king. Because it took more than one for hip hop to rise.
2: Okay, well, what, who would you say would be your top four then?
3: Oh, top four?
2: Yeah.
3: Fuck is one of
2: them. Oh, my <laughs> God.
3: Yeah, uh, Right there. Right
7: there. Pac is one. Oh, my God. Now, this see,
9: is this was... Magic. But, see, I, I'm going to give you a weird conversation because Pop was one, but only for one section of hip-hop.
1: Oh, okay.
9: The East Who was Coast,
2: another section there?
9: For the East Coast, it was Biggie. For the West Coast, it was Pop. Huh.
2: Oh South mm-hmm.
9: are different because even though they're not gonna agree with me, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it came down to the down south, it was in between Scarface. I give you that. And, and it was in between. it was so many factors down south. South down south had a lot. Because it was all about independency and it wasn't necessarily like a king of the South. Everyone wanna claim king. But really, it was the it was the label, like the label to be in the South back in the day was rap a lot, flat out. It had Swave House, but it was rap a lot. If you weren't rocking with rap a lot, you weren't rocking with about nothing. Now, when you take yourself all the way over there to Atlanta, it was a Dungeon Family. Ti had here and there success, but he was just a skinny man with a skinny jogging suit. With some skinny words, with a skinny face, and a skinny forehead. <laughs> Look like he's skinny. And he could talk like a pimp.
2: Oh, damn.
3: Told you, man, with skinny words. Because <laughs> hip hop is different. People don't
9: really do hip hop no more. Closest you got to hip hop right now is J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar. Right now. That's the closest you got to hip hop. That
4: brings brings an interesting question.
9: Oh, I got you. I'm I'm, I'm that old.
4: Come on. Are you saying that you wouldn't consider what people like Immortal or Slaughterhouse or M does, hip-hop? Slaughterhouse
9: is lyricist. That's what hip-hop's supposed to be. But people don't really give a fuck about that. (laughs) Immortal Technique will always be a mortal technique. You can't even put him in a category. <laughs> Eminem, I hear you there. Eminem is his, in his own lane. Because the key factor to his his success, even though people don't want to admit it, is his white. <laughs> no, has nothing to do with him being white. No, I know it, has it is. to do with you talking about Haley.
1: This is true. Mm-hmm. If Haley he, is, If he has Haley
9: his mom... His anger... And his personal life to propel him. If you yeah. notice after his life got good and people stopped calling Haley out her name, his albums start sucking?
4: Oh no. I think it, I think he came back with his last one, but that's just me. I think that, that Marshall Matters too was I, I think it was on point, but that's just my opinion.
9: I mean I mean it was on point, but the point was it was too late.
4: Right. It was too little, too late. And that's why I think he's making such a... I think I think that was more of his wake-up call album. I do think that there's more to come from him. Uh, that that track he did with Detroit. Detroit, he rocked the mic. I mean, I
9: mean he would have to rock the mic, or he's going to get the shit beat out of him.
4: This is true. <laughs> Look who he was spitting with. I mean...
9: everybody, Whoever I, didn't try to Whoever didn't try to rock the mic, and Trick Trick was on it, you would have got beat
4: up. <laughs> I don't know. Other than no. him, I have to say that my favorite w- would have had to been Big Sean's. Big Sean's verse.
9: I know Big Sean. know that he built out of plexiglass. If Trick Trick <laughs> hit him, he gonna see Jesus <laughs> art. He gonna watch all the <clears throat> watch revelations backwards. He don't want to problem. <laughs> crazy. You
2: know, crazy. So.
4: Wait, well, that brings me to another question. Big Sean. Big Sean is a definition of what I would say, you know, classic hip-hop style is. You know, I would put him right there with Kendrick on that classic hip-hop style. So,
9: No, that's that's flag on the plate. Big Sean <laughs> is classic Detroit culture. He embodies Detroit. He don't embody hip-hop. He embodies Detroit culture. <laughs> So he's a Detroit cultural artist that is in the hip-hop community. But there's no hip... If you, bring, if you put him up against Brand Nubian in their heyday, or you put him up against Poor Righteous Teachers in their heyday, or you put him up against Trial called Quest in his heyday, none of them ever made a song just talking about ass, 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 ass. stop. <laughs> and my, motherfucking hammer time. That has nothing to do with hip-hop at all.
4: All right, well... <laughs> But at the same time, I can name one off of your own list mm-hmm. that did something just like that. You got Big Papa from Biggie. Look at Big Papa. Really,
9: may he rest in peace. And I'm not disrespecting him. He said it himself. He was black, fat, and ugly as ever. <laughs> he just talked about himself. That was him. <laughs> that was his expression. No one told him to say make a song about how ugly he was, he wanted to do it on his own.
4: I get that. Sure. But, but the song Big Papa...
9: Big Papa if he was skinny, <laughs> he said Big Papa. That would sound kind of retarded.
3: That actually...
4: <laughs>
3: but you I'm going from the real fat. sense.
4: I'm that's going from the sense big. that it's a party song about... It, it's a party song. I know. I boil it down. That's what it was. In day, yep. Big Papa was just as bad as about being a party song as 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 was from no, Big Show. No, it
2: wasn't as bad. No, let me bad play. On you on the play.
1: After I after after Hold on, equating.
2: Hold on, wait. No, no, no. It's not as bad. I can explain to you why. If you look at the lyrics to Big Papa and take out the beat of the music and actually read the lyrics versus. When you listen to that song that Big Sean did, if you look at the two, the one bit Big Papa is actually—if you read it—it's him talking about himself, but how the money he's made has made him feel better about how he looks at himself. But versus Ash is just talking about all these girls behinds. I mean, it's two different things. And you take the beat away from it, it's the words that hold the weight at the end of it.
1: You don't say
4: it's one rapper that came back from Convent from way back in the day that never gets brought up on the show. And I think it's about time we bring him in. What do you say about Snoop?
2: The ABC...
4: Well,
9: what Snoop? you talking about
2: Calvin The one who
4: graduated from
9: college that had all of you smoking, and sipping on gin and juice, but he didn't want to tell you that he was a college graduate with a 4.0 grade point average. You're talking about that one?
2: Yeah, that one. <laughs> He's an ABC rap artist. That's what he does. He's yeah. an ABC, he, like, you know.
9: He talked like he just got done smoking. From the back of the block, Snoop Doggy Dog, the dog, uh, uh, <laughs> soul on ass, and it's still the same. See, if you couldn't understand that,
2: you needed to go to rehab. <laughs>
9: <laughs>
2: oh, it's no, look, but Snoop, Snoop was my dude because my favorite album he ever did had to be Doggy Stop. <laughs> for Favorite
1: Al- and
9: he was doing doggy <laughs> style. I understand that.
2: Swag on the flag. swag on the play. We're not talking about me right now. Um, <laughs> what, I
1: talked about that,
2: Lucy. What do you think about Snoop
1: Dogg? I don't.
5: I don't like Snoop Dogg.
2: You don't? What?
5: No.
1: Because he comes Why? from where Tupac comes from. I barely like him. <laughs> I love,
5: I love music but Snoop Dogg is just like it was just basic to me I don't like basic rap I'll
3: give you that, that I, like, I like
5: stuff I like stuff that makes me sit back and contemplate mm-hmm. on it and think about what was he really saying it was just basic oh, pa- to me
4: All so right. a <laughs> few times he touched the mic what about Dre? Dr. Dre? mm-hmm
5: man I like Dr. Dre back when it was N.W.A.
1: Yeah. I'll attitude give you that. That's, okay, when, I, I got that's it. when I
9: like them. Nathan who do you like, well. Luchi?
3: Who do
9: Biggie? I
1: like? I like my yeah, Who's your
9: favorite? Who's your hip-hop
4: person?
1: Oh, my hip-hop mm-hmm. person, Biggie.
4: Is who? Biggie. Biggie. He's been arguing Biggie all night.
1: <laughs> now, you know, I'm
5: going to give you credit. Heart. The man had his song saying, "I'm a piece of s. It ain't hard for you to tell. When I die, I hope I go to hell. That's
4: something good, you know, man. Who, who says that about themselves? I mean, yeah. someone who's that's someone my favorite. Someone thing. who's a piece of shit. That
9: is now, <laughs> I mean.
5: But most people, most people will want to give you an image that they're not. Most people want to give you an image that they're something they're not. Like like Two Chainz. He was a 4.0 graduate too, and he trying to give you the image he was a trap boy. When,
1: mm, when true he was dunk, when he was dunking
5: the ball. I when you was playing college basketball, when? So I think rappers who like, they could downgrade themselves and actually tell you who they are. That's who I look at. Like J. Cole. Huh? J. Cole lets you know this is who I am. I am who I am.
9: Other, other people, they want so to no, your issue play. with Tupac is what?
5: Man, Tupac had a nose ring. Because <laughs> <laughs> he
4: had a nose know. ring, but man, hold up. Yeah, wait, hold on, hold Because you had got your God's brother over in the studio right now.
1: You, you got
4: someone that gives me? I mean, huh? you can't, you, yeah, I'm God, but you can't judge based off of appearance. Right, you got to okay, judge off okay, of bar. my thing
5: with Tupac. My thing with Tupac. I really don't have a thing with Tupac. I just don't like him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the whole, I, no, I love you do I a positive I like
9: or negative. Because the major uh, difference between him and Pac was, he was a rapper Pac wasn't.
1: Thank Pac you. Was I
9: said this earlier. Yeah. And that's no, but it's more it's so much of a prevalent difference that there will never be ever a Biggie Small's class in college. No one wants to figure out what the hell he had to say.
1: Yeah.
9: No. That's right. true. And when I looked at Biggie I looked at Biggie, Biggie was beating the hell out of people with rap songs, and battle rapping. He was the shit. But Biggie didn't want to make you do nothing positive except for juicy. That was his best song to me. Everything else I didn't care about. And every video was disgusting. May he rest in peace still, because I don't want to see him with titties the size of <laughs> the woman he next to in no pair. Biggie's <laughs> <thing. I'm> a <gonna laughs> be
1: hey, for Big Boy. Hey, I like Big Boy. I'm a that big boy. Gonna make that I'm
2: out, a big I, boy. I like I voice, voice.
6: So.
1: No,
6: I don't. Everybody
9: like uh, big I'm not small. I'm, I'm
4: a big boy. I ain't got nothing against the fact that he was big.
9: No, well, see, <laughs> visual stimulation is what we go to. And in that visual, that's all I saw. I read his book, <laughs> and I said, he just made me want to become a drug dealer. <laughs> that's, what he wanted, that's what he made me want to do. He made me wa- him, Master P, and somebody oh, else. Yeah. I never Matthew. knew how to do it, they just gave me
1: the tutorial. When I got, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold they gonna give you on, the
3: wait tutorial wait to wait keep up, code. Minute,
2: hey, you. Can't, I do playing with master yeah. people. I had no problem. Yeah, admit, he made the first million dollars by himself. He sold Damn. all his CDs out the back of a trunk. You can't play with, with master P because
9: like I gotta get about it. Now see, this is the thing about it. He sold. And made his first million, correct, Percy Miller has a business management degree right mm-hmm. I'm sure that he would should have been able to do that right, but still in that, no one bought his c d s outside of the southern states for him being college educated, having business management skills. He said something that was relatable, but back in, the people who never knew how to slang crack like this, learned it after listening to Ghetto Dope.
1: This,
9: this is, is true. This is true. They tried their, right. th- their distribution skills at that time because right. of what Master P had to say. Right. I have no problem with the man. The man's profile and portfolio was amazing. Everything that he's done has been amazing. But he was nowhere near hip-hop at all, period.
1: No, I mean, trap.
4: He
9: made
1: it, I mean, yeah. he made he, it he, cool. Yeah, I didn't yeah, do
4: they it I, not cool. school, I they Honestly, would a, I, would, I, I would separate what is known, the genre known as hip hop and classic yeah. hip hop today, I would separate it into three categories. You have MCs, you have rappers, and then you have trap boys. That's what yeah. it boils down yeah. to. Right. Yeah. Oh, what about yeah. underground?
2: Yeah, and underground. underground.
4: I would underground a lot of them. I would put under that rapper title. The rappers, I don't know if I could give them the title of MC, but I wouldn't put them as low as
3: most trap boys. I don't give underground a category oh? because you have you have some
5: underground rappers that that will that's all they will ever be. They will never be able to cross over into the mainstream because they're just too hood and ignorant. They'll never work. You'll never be able to go commercial
7: because that's this is just what
4: you are,
3: but that's at the, the same, same time
4: i want to do i want to say the opposite. there are a lot of underground rappers who stay in the underground because they don't want to go to the mainstream and risk having to make decisions with their music that right. are going to downgrade it
3: right. that's why
5: right. i I don't give them a category because if you're an artist, an artist is you 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 transform you go from you go. You just you you move up. You show your your versatility. That's an artist to me. That's an MC to me, an artist. An underground person. You just somebody with an eight hundred eight beat talking about what you do in your hood. How you shooting the flame drugs. That's that's it. Hmm. That's only,
10: only,
5: I'm gonna tell you this: the only underground artist that I really loved that came up was was UGK. Oh.
4: no mm-hmm. that was that was. No, we talking. Now are we talking underground artists? Are we talking? you know, local artists? Because there's a difference. The people, me and you here around here, you know, these trap boys who claim to be underground artists, they're not really underground artists. All they is is trap boys with a local following. And there's a difference between that and an underground rapper.
5: No, local rappers, I don't... Lo, it's hard to uh, say with local don't do rappers. It. Don't do it. Okay, so, on. I'm, <laughs> I'm listening. Local rappers, it's hard to, to say because all right, I'm a local rapper, but I'm not like, I don't have a lot of followers or like that. Okay, but I know one local rapper, he go by the name of T10, and he raps about absolutely nothing. And everybody like, oh, he's the next this, he's the next. I'm like, man, y'all are, no, he's nothing. He just got nice beats. That's all you hear. Yeah. Nowadays,
4: music is this. If you have a good beat and a catchy hook, you're going to sell. Pretty much. Yeah. oh, yeah. I mean, that's off top of my off top of my dome, I can name three rappers who, three quote unquote rappers who. That's all you hear. Boosty, oh, oh. Khalifa, and Oh No, you
5: trip. <laughs> oh, look, you got you got no, you you wrong. You got Young Thug. You got Rich Homie Quan. Yes. You got Migos, Trinidad James,
1: <laughs>
8: <Dang,
4: laughs> Two Chainz. You yes. got. <laughs> Y'all I, was just, I was just off the dome in that. Oh,
2: that's
4: nah,
5: don't, that's get right you
4: got, don't get me started you got, you got, you got on Boosie. You got you got tied the, Whoa, Whoa, what you saying? Don't get me started in on Boosie because Boosie, Boosie, Boosie deserves
1: hold his own Oh, Boy,
4: hold on, you went, you went too far. <laughs> How? You went Too far. I know you. You from around these parts. You hear the shit that Boosie put out, and it's shit.
1: Man, Boosie, bad ass, man. <laughs> he claimed to be a
4: badass. When that motherfucker went to jail, that motherfucker was crying. Okay.
1: yes <laughs> really. <laughs> I don't give a, a fuck. You, you name badass. yourself badass.
9: You ain't badass.
1: Not
9: gonna play. We uh, we have somebody. Yeah,
2: call on. Oh, call. Us. We just lost
8: lost
9: track.
2: It's all good. I I got a quiet voice. So you know, y'all couldn't hear me. I didn't want to yell at y'all, but we got a caller on the line, North Central Kentucky. You ready to crack on these streets
7: tonight? Am I ready to crack on these streets tonight? I think I, you know.
2: Aye, I, I, the mic on the street is yours.
7: Um, uh, this piece right here. Uh, I was so busy listening to to the discussion on. I almost didn't want to do it. I almost just wanted to listen, but I thought I'd go ahead and we this mic one good time. This piece is called The Loss of a Child. It was a beautiful Friday afternoon when my son was getting off of the bus, walking home from work, when all of a sudden, my son was stopped by the local police. He questioned my son and threw him onto the hard pavement covered with blacktop. And he began to take out his stick and he started beating my son in his head and he took out his stun gun and he stunned him close range in his back and all of a sudden my my son went into a cardiac arrest and while my son was on the hot concrete, the local police officer turned him over and pulled out his gun and shot my son three times. Once in the head, once in the chest, and once in the genital area. Why, I asked. It all happened because the officer wrongfully accused my son for something that he did not even do. The officer's wife was having an affair with a young black male in his mid to late 20s. And since my son was a young black male in his mid to late 20s, the officer automatically assumed that his wife was having an affair with my son. When the sheriff and the lead detective knocked on my door, I knew instantly that something had happened to my beloved son. When they began to tell me what had happened to my son, tears began to fall from my eyes. I asked the question, Why? Why must this happen to my beloved son? My body froze, and I couldn't move at all because I was in complete shock of what had just took place. They took me down to identify my son's body, and when I went down there, he was unrecognizable. But the only way that I knew it was him was by his wedding ring, which had his wife's name engraved on the inside of it. His wife didn't know that he had been killed, so I had to get myself together so that I could break the news to her. Once I told her, she then had to tell their three children about what had just happened to their father. About a week after the horrific killing, we then had to bury my one and only son, and it was tough. Approximately four four days after the funeral, the local police officer, who had did this to my son, was now on trial for second-degree murder. The trial begins and the prosecuting attorney immediately hammers the officer with evidence from the crime scene. And not to mention, there were two nearby couples who saw what was taking place and they pulled out their phones and they begin to record this devastating crime. The defense attorney begins to call forth witnesses to the stand on the local officer's behalf. By this time, the trial had been going on for a year, and then it went on to a second trial, and the prosecuting attorney in this trial pointed something different out to the jury that was previously missed. In the first trial and the thing that was missed was the fact that while the officer was searching the supposed suspect which was my son he pulled out a small handgun from his sock and placed it inside the back of my son's pants which gave the police officer the authority to say that my son had a weapon on him but in reality He planted it on him so that he can have a right to shoot simply because he felt threatened by the suspect. This was substantial evidence because it was not actually on the crime scene, but it was in a dumpster just feet away from the crime scene and had the alleged officer's fingerprints all over it. Once Once this was brought to the courtroom's attention, The jury then reached its verdict, and the verdict came back guilty, and that officer was then charged with second-degree murder and tampering with evidence, and he was then convicted with life in prison. Was justice served for my son? Of course it was. Did this bring my son back to me and his family? Of course it didn't. Am I hurting? Yes, I am. Why am I hurting? I am hurting simply because my son was wrongfully accused of something that he did not even do. And for that, he lost his life. Even though justice was served, it still doesn't fill the void that I have in my heart. He was my one and only child. Even though he had children, it's still not the same. The children now have to finish going up without a father in their life. But as the days go by, we are still holding on to God's unchanging hand, and we continue to pray each and every day. And we love each other because we don't know where death is. I want to say to everyone, enjoy your family. Be kind to others. Treat others with respect. Don't let what has happened in the past with whites and blacks stop you from being successful in life take a stand, stop the violence, spend more time in prayer, spend more time reading God's word, because he is the only one that will allow this change to take place. The loss of a child by Jalen Ross.
2: Wow. Wow, that was quite an emotional piece. Beast King, what do you think about that piece?
3: Well, bro, I respect you
9: as an artist highly because you do exactly what God tells you to do. And that was a very emotional piece. And I thank you for bringing it to the table tonight. Welcome.
2: Thank you, Jalen. I appreciate you bringing that to the street tonight. I want you to go ahead and kick around with us tonight. we will to have some more discussions. i love to get your input.
7: We'll
2: do, we'll do. All right, all right. Cleveland, I see you in there, I see you in there. Mississippi, California, New York, I see y'all in here. Quick start, eat to holler at your girl, KK Belly. My brothers, we are back, y'all back with me. How y'all feeling? Right. Y'all, y'all went crazy in here with the, the whole hip-hop debate. I was like, wow, it got crucial in here. Oh, definitely, definitely, you know.
4: We we're still going to finish the debate on Boosie. We're going to have to dedicate a whole <laughs> show on lines on the concrete to to debating Boosie, okay. okay? Oh, man, I plug. I'm a great okay.
9: debater.
2: <laughs> well, hey, Are you a master I, at it? Huh? You a
4: master at
5: it? Yeah, I wouldn't say a master, but I'm great.
2: Hey, that's what I'm talking about. So tonight, you guys, I have a couple oh, of Lord. pieces I've written. But I want to ask you guys, what type of beast do you guys want to hear tonight? Do you guys want to hear a freaky beast? Do you want to hear a love beast? Or mm. do you want to hear a dark beast? What beast mm. do you guys want tonight?
4: I want... No, nah, I ain't going to say what I want because you're going you're gonna to look at me like the fuck. I, I ain't about to say what I want. Well, can I say it?
5: Yeah, well, what do you want? I, well, I, I I was thinking if I could be greedy and want all three. That's <laughs> what I was thinking.
2: I <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all this. What do you
3: think?
2: Huh? <laughs> what do you think?
1: <laughs>
9: I'm I'm agreeing, and I'm adding on. Oh,
2: oh yes. wow! Oh. <laughs> okay. I
9: want. All three, and plus when time permits, and time will permit because I said it permitted. Mm-hmm. You uh, you got to do em as a you got to do the fourth piece as a pen assassin number twenty.
2: I can't do that with my eyes closed. I, thought, I, I, have, no. a, I have the type of piece I've no. never heard
4: you do that. I want to hear you do
2: that. You've never heard me do? That's blasphemy. What I what have you never I, heard you do. I, I've
4: never heard you do an overprotective jealous piece.
2: Because I'm not overprotective nor am I jealous, so how am I supposed really? to Really? Like
4: so if someone was to come I'm hit not. me in the face right now, you wouldn't be dead ass.
2: That's different. That's that, that, <laughs> that, that <laughs> You got punched in the face. That's not, <laughs> that's not overprotective or jealous. You got punched in the face. I mean, that's okay, all overprotective. Listen. No, but let me tell you something. This is how I feel about fish. Now, it might be shame on me. But this is how I feel. If you get kicked in the face or you get punched in the face, I feel like you deserve that because you watch the fish come and connect with your face. <laughs>
1: right <Surprise>. now,
2: fuck <laughs> <that laughs> okay. you, for. <laughs> But no, so I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna, I'm gonna break out with a piece for y'all tonight. And I'm going I'm to so surprise y'all, but I'm going to break out with this piece.
1: All right. All right.
2: This piece is titled, King and Queen of Humanity. My king, they said he was strong like an Amazon tree. Dark like the bark upon it, feet planted on this corrupted earth, shaking, trying to destroy him. Shadows cast over, attempting to weaken this man. I came about like a smooth evening breeze with sunlight behind me. This man I did not recognize, beaten and worn, still stood strong. I tiptoed around him, eyeing up and down before I spoke, King. I am Queen, sent on a mission to find you. Why do you stand among these giant trees? He didn't speak. I grabbed my knife to carve my words into his back, but I hesitated. Seeing butterflies flap around me, my heart began to race, and I, I ran into him, staring. Dead in the eye, he embraced me. Queen, why are you running from butterflies? I screamed, trying to climb up his tree. Shh, he said. Butterflies can be captured and held in your hand Mm -hmm. Told me to intertwine my fingers with his Breathe this air God had given for me And never be afraid of sins like mine He broke eye contact with the sky to overview me Mm -hmm. Cut and bruised and trembling He began to shake the more I did And I tried to step away His body went limp like damp tree limbs Skin began to pale, shadows cast over him I grew weak. Falling to my knees, I couldn't see the sunlight. Pain came over me. I started to howl and scream. Why create something so beautiful and destroy? But this king, strong like Amazon trees, dark like the bark upon it, came to me and said, Queen, you are the shining light and I am the shadow. If you and I are together and balanced, there will be no tomorrow. My roots are strong, and I may shake but never fall. Butterflies can't find their way through all the trees, and if they did, I protect thee. Queens stand alongside of me for the sake of humanity and eat. What y'all think?
0: Damn. (laughs) Yeah.
4: just Sam yeah yeah just 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 damn i yeah. I, I got nothing mm-hmm. else to say to that, just Sam
9: oh, like, yeah,
1: yeah,
9: <laughs> I do yeah. declare that that was a wonderful piece by you, your wonderful stanzas appropriated with the way that you delivered it, and the way okay. that you your yeah, visual masterpiece was very masterful, and we approve this message. Me and the gang.
3: <laughs> you and
2: the gang. What I got I got a surprise. I got a surprise. I got an audible. I got an audible. Oh Lord
4: KK mm-hmm. calling mm-hmm. audible. You know something going on.
2: Yeah. Hey Lucy, do you Oh man,
1: I know she's gonna call me
2: you, you want to do it?
5: Um hey if you are I mean, down for it? then, yes, we can go for it.
2: All right, we're gonna stay what our chest. We got this.
5: You want to do it later or now? I think later. Second. You wanna you wanna end with it or you wanna go now?
2: No, we are gonna go ahead and crack it for them right now while we got them all hot and reddish.
1: Oh. I know. Okay.
4: Hey, Lucha, when you get a chance, there's a pigeon in the air, all right? Huh? When you get a chance, there's a pigeon in the air. A
7: pigeon. Mhm. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: okay, okay. Oh. Look, wait. You have it broke down. <laughs> I
2: have to see what a pigeon. Y'all is his life. pigeon in the air. Triple D, y'all gotta work on y'all code, because I don't, I think he forgot. (laughs)
1: Lord.
2: (laughs) Well, yeah, y'all, I got, I got something for y'all tonight that's gonna just surprise y'all right here with this.
4: Oh, I always love a surprise from Miss KK Belly.
2: Oh, well, you know, you know, what can I say, what can I say? I'm full of surprises, but while I'm getting ready to get this scenery all set up, Beast King, i make a request to you.
9: What request do
3: you like?
2: Okay, this is what I want you to do. I want you to give me, give us, our audience, a taste of what it's like. And Beast King's love.
3: And who love?
2: Beast King, this feels like love. Feels like the Beast King. Give us some love.
3: Love from the
9: Beast King.
2: Yes. As a matter of fact, give us love from Charles. Just give us love.
9: Oh, I can't give you that. That's marked on the caution.
2: Oh. Oh. You can give me a little something.
9: I got you. So you want a love peace?
2: Yes. Give us that raw, genuine love that you just wake up in the morning and it's the first person you think about and the last person you think about when you go to sleep. That's
3: oh. yes. All right. Not like this, I wish, I wish
2: there raindrops would fall. Let it
3: rain, let it rain on me, girl. Not
9: like this, I wish. I wish the raindrops would fall. See, if loving you was wrong, then I don't want to be right. Everything that was before and after you, I don't care about the things that are after because nothing else comes after you but before you. I didn't know what love was. I mean, I knew a, an interpretation of love because God showed me love when he brought me into this earth. He gave Earth this magical gift which became me, so I knew from birth that that was what was love. But when I met her, I can't forget her. Even my sweat started to sweat. Even my mind that was full of issues and problems started to regret nothing else. Because she became good for my health, and I was like, even if I didn't have no money at all, and I was living in a box, and as long as me and her in the box together, she's good for my health. See, she became my money bin, and I was her Scrooge McDuck. I loved her. I caressed her and touched her. She loved and I spit this poetry that was potency to her because it made her mind and heart start to flutter. And when I fell in love with this girl, I was like, she's one bad mother. Shut your mouth, I'm just talking about this love. See, you ever had that love that wakes you up in the morning and cooks you breakfast, and then you become their after-dinner mitt, their meal, and their dessert? See, that's that real love, that love that constantly puts the work. See, love for me is me writing you a continuous poetry and also dipping it into freestyle and putting it on wax and tracks and making you a CD. And the entire CD is telling you one, two, three, all the ways that I love thee. See, that's love for me. See, I, I felt that love, that love that was hotter than a toaster strudel, but it was warm and comforting like a blanket under the cold winter night. You see, that's that love that brings that darkness that was inside of you and gets rid of it and makes sure that you're endowed with nothing but light. See, that's that love, that love that even t- every time that you go to sleep, you still dream about that one that you want to touch, that one that you want to kiss. And even though you just got off the phone with her 60 seconds ago, you still say, baby, you're the one that I miss. See, that's that love that enveloping kind of love, that developed kind of love, that love that opens up your heart like an envelope kind of love, that love that's sent from the Shabbat up above, that unconditional. See, so many people don't know about unconditional love. See, I can give you unconditional love, love whether you're wrong or whether you're right, because if you're wrong, then i got to make sure that my love is strong enough to get you to be right and do whatever I got to do to uplift you every single day and every night. And I can say in so many different ways, but I'd rather get on the stage and tell the world about love every night. See, that's that kind of love. That love that makes you look in the mirror and then smile. Why? Because you can see my mirror image looking back at you and then you smile. See, that's love. That love that anytime time that you touch my back, it's like you touching my very soul. See, I like you like that. See, that's that love. That's that crazy cornucopia kind of love. That kamikaze type of love. That you can't stop me kind of love. Fuck it. That's that care kind of love. You know I love when you wear your emotions on your stomach. That's that type of love.
3: And <laughs> eat.
2: That kind of emotion you wear on your mm-hmm. stomach. Go ahead with your best so I like that. That made me all mushy gushy in the inside. Whoever, whoever your love is, she truly is one blessed woman because that was so beautiful.
3: Yes, she's a queen shark. <laughs> yes, she
2: oh, yes,
3: she
1: is. So a shark got a queen over there, huh? Yeah. Yeah.
4: <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of scared to see a queen shark. I haven't seen the king, and I know behind every good... Man, Sands a powerful woman. So you
9: you you did know that? If it wasn't for the fact that I had that, I would have been destroyed, destroyed the Earth a long time ago.
4: Well, <laughs> well, I know how it is. You know, I got I got my little bomba listening, in, and you know, she keep she she keep me under taps. <laughs>
9: See, you know what I'm talking about. Because in actuality, I am a monster. I am the Kraken that has been released from Hades, and I'm not going back. And I'm her <laughs> I gave her both black eyes. You can't turn me into stone.
4: If you are the Kraken, then I guess I'm the hell hell. And she's the only one who got my chain.
3: Whoa, that sounds
1: dinky. <laughs> Next show. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> are crazy. So... Lucy, you ready? Yeah. You
3: sure?
2: Yeah. All right. You you good over there? You got your hype Your height you some lemon juice for five hours. Lemon, lemon juice, juice coffee. Lemon juice. I drink Kool Aid. Okay, we can do Kool Aid. We can do that. We <laughs> do that. You know, I'm over here on that lemon juice and you know water. Life, but you know we can do we can do Kool Aid. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
3: I'm
5: ready. All right,
2: man. Go ahead. You can talk them out with the title of the piece, and we're going to get this rolling. Uh,
5: title of this piece is called Daddy's Little Girl. <clears throat> Good morning, baby girl. Now, I know you're not my baby anymore, but in my eyes, you're always my baby. I have been seeing boys hang around lately, and I know you're becoming a woman, so now it's time to sit down and have that talk.
2: Daddy, oh please, they ain't needed. Boys, daddy, they're young men. Good heads on their shoulders. I mean, a few are a little older. It's too early in the morning.
5: I'll say this. It's good to see them as young men and a little older. I can't wait to see one. He'll meet me with my gun over my shoulder. But don't be dumb, my daughter. This world is cold and I once was a boy before, before your father's. See, their words will get you caught up, and no daughter of mine will let a boy make her slip. So get your ass up because it's time to have that talk.
2: Dang, Daddy. Okay, what you got to say? Don't let a boy tell me I'm beautiful because you tell me I'm beautiful every day? Or that I'm the star in your eye and the breath in your lungs? Daddy, I understand. You always talking about that gun. That ain't a thing in that clip. I'm listening. Come on, quick. Johnny be here in a minute.
5: I see you've been listening to some of my words, but not all. See, a man can do two things, make you rise tall or help you fall. And, and Johnny, that pretty boy, is the worst of all. I see you hang on to his every word. Not once has he came to the door, shook my hand. That shows he is less of a man. That's one strike. Your curfew is 1130, but he brings you home in the early morning. Strike two. You come home with a smell on you. I know you don't smoke, so I do. Strike three. See, he isn't the man for you.
2: Really? Three strikes, Daddy. Johnny, you don't know him. Time, time is life and life is short. Daddy, I promise I'll be okay. See, he smokes, so what? You know, I gotta go. Johnny will be here and beeping for me in a minute. I remember what you said about a pretty boy with like skin, tempting women with those slick words, but daddy give him a chance. I mean, he is my man. <sighs>
5: Now that I have your attention, after I say this, then you can make your own choice. A man should never beep at his woman. he get out the car, knock at the door, and greet his woman. See, I know the game, and I'd be damned if I let him play you a fool. He doesn't see your beauty, just your booty. How do I know I was Johnny years ago? I'm trying to protect you from heartbreak and the months of stomach ache. Never let him play with your mind. Remove his hand if he puts it too low of your spine. If a man holds your hand, he opens doors. He opened doors for you, let you meet his mom. If he has a plan for you, see, don't be misled by the words he fill your head with. Tell me, did he do those things? Don't lie, because all he wants to do is lie in your bed. Baby, I played those games, that's how you came. You are who saved me, and I'll be damned if I let a man hurt you. What is his goal for you? What does his future hold for you?
2: Do you know these things? Daddy, you know, never has he answered a door. Or or open the door for me for that matter, or taking me to speak to his mother. I mean, one time I answered his phone by mistake, and his mom asked him if he could bring some milk home. And he said he said I had that little waist and beautiful face. He he said we were making love, and if I loved and trusted, I would let him hit it raw, daddy. Daddy, I know I know you think that I made a mistake, but I'm afraid to leave. Afraid of no one. No one will love me, hold me, or go to sleep with me at night. Tell me that I'm the Adam to his Eve. Script that I know is cheesy, but write me some poetry. Daddy, Daddy, what can I do? Can you just hold on to me? Be strong and pray. Daddy, I know he don't act right. But do you think maybe I could pray long enough or strong enough that he may be the man for me? Daddy, can I be your baby girl and you just hold me tight?
5: Wait, what? Yeah, I warned you about them. But you didn't listen. Now somebody, child, is about to be missing. Pray that he act right. No, no. Pray that I don't catch life. You are afraid to be alone. As long as I am alive, you will never be alone. See my gun that I have has no clip. It's so you don't get hurt. But I see I have to load it up to put him in the dirt. I'm sorry you're feeling this hurt, but he will feel your pain before today end. You are beautiful and smart. Any real man will be happy to hold your hand. Don't rush for love, baby. Don't rush for love, baby. Stay young stay a young lady, and grow. But as for him, when he pull up, I will draw my heat like I'm Leonardo da Vinci and squeeze him until it's empty. I'm going to turn into a schizophrenic and break his neck. I'm going to make him wish he had chose to love you. I'm going to beat his face until he can't be recognized, tie his legs up, drag him around with my car to give warning to other guys. Let me calm down. Let me calm down. Come here, baby. Get those tears out your eyes. Daddy's here to kill any boy who has been disguised as a real man. Now, Now sit down. Let's eat breakfast.
2: In
0: peace.
2: In peace.
0: Triple D, Beast King, what do y'all think?
3: That was that wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. See, y'all be doing good collabs together. I'm proud of you.
9: High five, Lucian. Bam! <laughs>
1: Thank you. <laughs> oh.
9: Out. piranha mama. Maybe it's a horse that
3: Damn!
2: <laughs> Is that your word for today? <laughs> that's Damn!
3: That's
4: my, I don't know what the fuck to say. I don't know what the fuck to call that. That you, you just like
1: stick me with a fish. Damn! Okay.
9: <laughs> you could say it was <laughs> <laughs>
8: that's
2: That was
1: like hey, me with a never fish know. sideways across the face. <laughs>
2: Yeah, you never know what masterpieces people come up with. <laughs> oh, definitely,
9: definitely.
0: Oh, no, I got a name
3: for it. I
4: got a name for that piece right now. What you got, what Mr. Is Postman? You ready? I'm, I'm ready. Ready. <laughs> <laughs> If I hear that song uh, one more time, I'm going to smoke someone. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: no, 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 no. no. Flag on the play.
2: Flag on the play. Flag, <laughs> flags, flags, flag,
4: flag, flag. That's not even a flag. That's like a penalty sent down from the board. Okay.
1: <laughs> the Bible hey, that in. The Bible for it, in fact, I commission,
4: commissioner sent that in.
9: That should be a series. Matter of fact, that should be a, a, a mini movie. That should be no, a
4: skit. No, no.
9: That should be a No, yeah, that's a skit. It's, the, my, it's called My
4: High School. I you, see it every day and I hear this song every day. No. No,
9: I mean, no, I'm not talking about the sausage.
1: I'm talking about the beef. Yep, you just want that so, 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 so. <laughs> so silly. <laughs>
2: No, but he and I, we got quite a few masterpieces in the making, so we will be, we'll be hearing some more from us very soon. I know. Uh, it's almost but, time, time it? for me
3: uh, to do a piece.
2: Huh?
9: Mm-hmm.
2: What Would you say, uh, B-King?
3: It's
9: almost time for me and Luchi to do a piece. You know what, Miss
2: Postman? I told you before. You ask anybody else to do another piece of you. You gotta finish your piece you supposed to do with me, and it's your turn to write your part.
9: Look here. Don't be saying
4: all that.
2: <laughs>
4: well,
9: wait. I want a
4: piece of that. I want a piece of Lucci too. I want a piece of. I want a piece of this action. I I, I got a curveball to throw for you, Lucci.
9: What's
4: up? I got a piece. I got a challenge for you. Okay. I got a piece I want you to flow off of. So here's the catch. You got to go with that same talk message
3: that I bring. Okay. Can you do that for me? I will. I will try. All right.
2: Wait, 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 wait. I got an audible. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Beast King.
3: Oh Lord, Beast King. Yes. Oh
1: Jesus,
2: we need Cthulhu. (laughs) You know Triple D's coming here. Gonna have no his brother float behind him after that piece. I want you to go behind Lucy and go ahead and make it a three-way collabo freestyle by you and Lucy. I want you to close it out. What do you think about
1: that? <laughs> <laughs> Can I throw another curveball? Okay. What curveball are you not missing?
4: It's a Beast King follow Lucci. I want you to follow Lucci and Beast King follow you. See, the way this,
2: <laughs> works. See, the way this works, I'm the host of the show, and, you know, I got to keep my eyes on the board, you know, because I, I got to keep my attention. Uh-huh, you see the way uh-huh. that works? I don't get to right, so doing all that, you know.
1: So your bank account set up?
2: Do <laughs> huh? no, you so your bank account set up? you my bank account set up. <laughs> 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 what are you doing, Beast King? You play too much. You
4: know No, 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 like, no, no. See if Beast King can be rolling with us, then I'm gonna need to call out Matrix. Because Matrix is who he's gonna need to bring to the table for this one. <sighs>
3: Who you sa- no, he's not. <laughs> Matrix is who needs
4: to come to the table for the piece that I'm about to spend.
9: Ma- he's not coming. Just because you said that's the only one you think can come.
4: <laughs> no, I didn't say that's yeah, the only uh, way, but I said that that's who needs to come
3: Paul to come. bring
4: this piece to its maximum. Paul coming. Uh, oh, Paul, Paul. I like Paul. Paul, Paul is
2: Matrix brother.
4: All right, all right. Matrix, Paul, okay. or Black Rain, whatever,
2: all them work. Okay. Well, you know what, Triple D, I'm going to make it worth your a while. Since we are on the streets tonight, and I'm feeling kind of good, I'm going to bring my alter ego, Salam. I'm going to bring her into the studio. And Salam means peace in Arabic for those that don't know. So I'm going to bring Salam I'm gonna come and vibe with y'all. So I'm going to go behind Lucy, and then Beast King is going to come behind me. That's how I like it anyway, and we can get it done.
1: And this
4: piece, this piece, I'm not doing as Godfather, not Triple D. I'm coming as Levante Antonio Lamar.
2: Whoa, you coming as your government?
4: I'm coming as my government.
2: Oh, that's crucial. I got to hear this stuff. All right, what you got
4: all right, so it's me, Lucci, you, and Beast King, right?
2: Yes, sir.
3: All right.
2: All right, so this is what I'm going to do, everybody. I'm going to mute everybody's mic, and then I'm going to unmute us as we come into the piece that's our turn. That way we can get this clearly recorded, because it's going to be on and popping tonight. I right, trip. go ahead and do it like we do it.
3: All right, this piece, as you
4: so well know, KK, is called Free Generation. We live in a generation in which we have seen recessions, depressions, and economic intercessions. These were our childhood memories, the banks on the news spreading panic. We were taught to see the world through 51 shades of static. We are left a legacy of hatred, resentment, and destruction. We were then told to build ourselves up from nothing, and when we didn't make the changes that they wanted us to,
1: They slandered
4: our names. They told us half-truths about how we are the reason for this situation, how things were harder in their days than the trials that we are facing, how we are despicable, stupid, and reckless for following our dreams, for standing on our convictions and changing the scene. Well, I say enough. I am speaking to you as the voice of a generation, the voice of every outspoken youth in our broken nation, the voice of rage and indignation at the accusations laid upon us, the voice that says, Enough is enough. You broke the economy, bended the system to your will. You look down your nose at us and expect us to pay the bill. See, in your eyes, we are a generation of slackers and bums. In your eyes, our best is never good enough. You wonder why we are so angry. You hear it in our headphones and fail to realize us because our house us we're not home then because we are attached the hips to our bones we feel disconnected from society because we are alone you gave us ruins and begged us to build an empire then you crushed our hopes and dreams when we voiced our desires we are a generation of fatherless children making our way when you are never present in our lives what makes you think that you even have a say in telling us what we do with our bodies Tell us this isn't a joke, a rhetorical question. I'm not mocking. I want you to answer for every single crime that your generation has ever committed. See, the youth of our nation, we aren't angry or livid. We are pissed. I'll say it again. We are pissed. Pissed at every single voice of doubt that echoes through our ears. Every single person that thinks that they are worth more because of years who thinks that we haven't had as hard of a life because we are not their age. Every single person who tries to kick us off of the stage. This is not your generation. We are not your legacies. We have formally denounced you as our enemies. We have decided to move out from the shadows of our oppressors to shout out like guns without suppressors. We have decided that today is the day that we march forward because we will make moves on the world. See, this this is just the foreword to the story that we as a generation of artists, mechanics and soldiers, doctors, writers and thinkers that have let our anger smolder have decided that we are writing in fresh ink upon this country. If you think that we will have mercy on you, you are not that lucky. See, this is something that has burned in our hearts for years. Now listen to us or let it fall on deaf ears. We don't care. Listen, we don't Give a fucking care Because no longer will you play on our fears No longer will you induce in us tears No longer do you have control over this generation In any way, shape, or form From this moment on The free generation is born
3: Levante Lamar, Triple D Young Beast Nation Now
5: that I have the mic and the platform I like to look at old generations and tell them that this new generation is here and we're really born. Even though I'm unraw and unpolished, you can never tell me that I would never stand up to be a scholar. See, I know that my pants sag because I say that it's real swag, but I'll pull them up just so it can help you out. Now, see, my generation, we're kind of crazy. We're kind of shook up. I'm a 90s baby. That's when that crack epidemic broke out. See, my generation, well, bring it back. My generation is just like your generations, except
3: we don't band
5: together. We are one for each other. But if I see my brother fall, I'll pick him up again. And if he fall down, I'll dust off his skin. See, my generation does it eagerly and violently. See, your generation, y'all like to talk it out. But see, now my generation has no more talking because we want to bang it out. See, you have these cops that are killing us by the color of our skin, but not our occupation. See, it's time to stop. I'm ready to commit this riot. People ask me, what is your nickname? I say, shh, be quiet. My government is Roger, but today I'm coming as a young generation who's speaking for my nation. See, I'm a boy who rests away from the calf. See, now I have raised up, and here I am. My generation, we're going to make it one day. Even though these tattoos that I put in my skin that you say are not good or available for a job, well, I can get as many as I want and speak like a scholar because I can cover them up. As I sit at this pole and I look at you as I talk through this mic, I see that your eyes roll, and now I'm going to say this here. Step from the mic. Strip me from my clothes. Strip me from these tattoos. What do you see? I am you. See, back then when y'all band together, y'all said it was to protect the neighborhoods. Now that we band together, y'all say that we are gangs because we sell a little drugs because we're trying to make good. But see, jobs are not hiring us because of what you have gave to us you say that we are dangerous that we misbehave that we cannot be told anything no i do not want to know your old ways because that's not how the world was made it was made in one day and then god gave light and he said this know your ways know your place i play my role i don't want to walk your miles i don't want to walk your brick roads i want to make my own miles my own brick roads i want to stroll off i want to fall and make mistakes I want to be able to get picked up and bust myself off and shake that shake. Now, you are here to tell me what you did wrong so I wouldn't have to do it, right? So you told me that you ride when the people beat Rodney King, right? So why can't I ride and burn stuff down when they killed one of my young generations? Or you telling me to be quiet, that's not none of your business. Why I look at you today and say, I'm here. I will not live in fear. You will not put me down. You will not be my oppressor. I will climb that ladder and stand down and look at that old generation and say, back down. You may say that I'm a rookie and you're a vet and I know nothing this, but I'll come and take that chain from around your neck and tell them set the bet. Any vet that thinks they can dismember me because I'm a rookie, I guarantee I'll break their neck. Now I'm getting a little violent, a little hostile now, so I'll dial it down. I'll put on my cruise control and change my
3: volume. In peace. Lucci. YBN. in peace. In my generation, my generation was dipped in into the entire scenes of
9: drug dealing and catpilling and whatever was sent to scene. See, we are the generation that are lost, and we knew that you had to scrape from the dirt and did whatever you had to do to become a boss. See, my generation learn from the other generations how to do self-termination. See, my generation said that if you didn't look like this and you didn't hang like this and your colored skin was not like this, then you wouldn't be like this. See, I came from a generation where everybody hated themselves to the point of no return, where my chocolate brothers, I mean my dark-skinned brothers, I mean my big brothers, they had to live and learn, while my light-skinned brothers with the tight grin brothers was always saying, we have no concern. See, we fought over land. We fought over women. We fought over jobs. We fought over shoes. We fought over everything. And it was so stupid because we were the same color, but we didn't even consider ourselves brothers because we fought over everything. And then the real enemy was laughing, laughing like Death comedy jam. I was feeling like Eddie Murphy, and I was trying to go raw, but I simply didn't understand. See, people was playing me. Yes, I said it. People was playing me, taking my kindness for weakness until I started to spit. Until they realized that this little dude right here, he had a hell of a gift. But I always had this gift. But I was never a jock. So when I was in high school, all of that, yeah, you my boy shit, all that bullshit stopped because I was an MC. I was never a rapper, to be exact. See, I could break down compounds to organic to inorganic, and it was just like that. See, I could break down a syllabus to the point of no return. You see, see, people was looking at me so funny, and they was like, how the hell could it be, see? And my... My generation, I was taught to hate myself, and in my generation, I had to remake myself. See, in my generation, my generation, you know, the 30s and the 40s, you know, and around that time, everybody else had. I have to be in this crab effect mentality. That was the only thing going through our minds. See, my generation, we were taught to work a job, get a house, get 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 some kids, get a dog and a cat, and I didn't like a cat a dog, so I wasn't down. See, in my generation, there was so many people trying to kill me that I was leaving my world looking filthy. That's why I was telling my father so many times that I almost committed suicide. I was like, Dad, you need to just kill me. I don't even know what my purpose was. That's what my generation was. But I had to learn. I had to learn for myself. I had to fend for myself. And then when I read myself, see, I had elders, the elders that really taught me about myself and saying, all these poisonous, slick words that were coming out your mouth was going to be bad and detrimental to your health, so you need to speak life. I opened up the word, and the word spoke life. But I took what I needed to take out of the word because that was my life. And, yes, I did smoke a little herb. Yes, I did slang a little herb. Yes, a little bang for a little herb, yeah. I did so many different things that people should have said I should have went to jail for. and I did a whole bunch of other things that I can't speak about that I should have went to hell for. But I'm here as a testimony because most of the people that was trying to live in this dog eat dog world society, all of those people that I know were truly the most phony because my elders, the ones that really loved me, they taught me some things. They taught me that why you try to stay a peon when you have the blood of a king so... When I started entering and mastering these rings, I started learning that if I put it in his hands, I could do most anything, and I became an elder. I became a speaker. My apostle told me a long time ago that, boy, you should have been a preacher, but I just became a soul reacher, so I started reaching People. And even though I still was dealing with my demons, I was reaching over with light and not evil. See, my generation was confused. Yes, we were filled with confusion. A lot of weed smoking and a lot of alcohol abusing. That left my brain mixed and mango, full with scrapes, scratches, and contusions. I didn't understand was I going or coming? Was I winning or losing? See, my generation was set up from the neck up from elders who didn't give a damn. Not because they couldn't teach, because they didn't know how to teach. That's just the way they are. But I had enough elders that looked out for me to let a mind that was mentally challenged because of my environment that was finally set free. So in my generation, I learned about the darkness and the light. That's why I try to be the shining amongst the holt in this darkness. I ask, can I be light? See There's so many different facts that we don't even fathom. And then so many different spirits attack us like phantasm. And then having our body sparks leaking out of our body just like protoplasm. And then our minds just get deep and confused like a damn chasm. See, I learned from the best how to be better. How to be a better man, a future husband, a better brother, a better uncle, and all these things. But I had to learn from my ancestors, how to really become a king, how to look at these processes and master this ring. That's why I know I cannot be defeated because I can see everything clearer. I was looking in the man in the mirror while Michael Jackson was talking to me. And when I started looking at the man in the mirror, it was like Michael Jackson was walking to me because I started to see the ugliness that was built inside of me for the lack of knowledge that I had. And even though my father was always in my household, oftentimes I hated my dad. Oftentimes I had him get put in a situation that I almost killed my dad. And then thinking back in those times, he's still one of the best men that I ever had in my life. Because he showed me a lot of things to make things tight. But he did bless me with a lot of anger, a lot of hardship and things that I often fight. But it had to be a balance. That's why my mother was here. May she rest in peace. She was that youth from the most holiest of chalice because she she helped me breathe when I wanted to suffocate. That is why my generation that I do teach and the other generations after me, I do it and I don't hesitate. I show them a better way and a stronger way to do. And all of these things that the propaganda that they put across us is not the things that we need to do. See, I know about being self-sufficient. I know about being self-reliant. I know about killing so many giants that they swore that I was David. I know about speaking words into a child's life that are oh so sacred that it's destroying everything that was put on them in the negativity. See, I eradicate all of that hatred because that was my gift. That's what I was chosen to do. So I don't let my generation dictate the way that I walk and talk and move. But I have to say my bad side before you can see my light. Because I ain't going to say that I'm the purest brother, that you can see on any time of touching a mic. I can just say this. That even times that I got into so many different mixes that sometimes I couldn't even fix. But I drunk that liquid drainer that almost killed me real quick. If it wasn't for the great creator up in the sky, you wouldn't even be here hearing me spit. See, I'm not my curse of my generation. I'm a generation's uplift. That's why I take all of my negative, roll it up in an imaginary spliff, then I pull it to the sky when I look into the star constellations real quick and say, I made it, survived 36 years, and I'm still moving for my generation. Ain't that a bitch?
3: I know y'all hate it. It eats.
2: I was given this world, I didn't make it, hard to shake it, carrying the burden of my forefathers, scars of the mothers, I've tried, they've tried telling me I'm worthless, Bible thumping me, thumping me with the Holy Ghost, if only they knew, see me and my generation are misunderstood, misguided, giving the scraps of those before, hand me down politics, crooked cops and tongues hunt us, lost but frown, found, frowning with frowning with our smiles and simply born with chips on our shoulders we are the legacy of children leading children and maybe that's the best way the only way death death has become our constant friend the one the one that's there more than our parents yet they blame us for all the wicked things in the world god what is god who is god where is he questions that bothers thee. For they want us to just be quiet, but I want to speak up, yell and cuss. They want us to be them and turn our heads like they used to. That it's our fault that we follow trends, and they don't understand that they run deep like sins, and we love to hate at the same damn time. And I'm sorry on behalf of Generation X, Y, Z, but I won't be silent. No, we won't be silent. we will turn our heads, and I'm not scared or afraid of cracking my head. The next generation will pay for what I did and eat. Woo, what do y'all think?
3: I think we are sick.
2: That that was kinda crazy. That was kinda that yeah. was really crazy.
3: <laughs> we are sick.
2: Yeah, for sure. All all three was clustering together. These King and Triple D, I think they little shell shock right now.
5: <laughs> Triple D led the way. I mean, he led the way.
2: Yeah, for sure. Like, we really are. Like, we are, we are the enemy of the generation that's been handed the scraps of everybody else. Yet they want to say we're making the world is a terrible place. I mean, what you want us to do, we, we can't make... 10 cent into a dollar, the best they want our generation to do, and they want to blame right. us for, you know, the, the crooked politics and the reason why the cops are crooked, and when in reality all those things are like that way before us. You know, we're carrying the scars and the burdens of our forefathers. You know, right. no matter how much they march, no matter how much they preach, we're still carrying their burdens, because if you look at it today, the same issues that Michael Madison and Luther King face are still dealing with today. So did they die in vain? Or right. what, what they did wasn't worth them dying for, you know. And I still do have to kind of look at like, has it been worth it? And then you know, people say, "Well, we have a black president. We have a black Obama. president, but who tells? But who tells him what to do? Right. So when you look at that, it's like, yeah, we have a black face as president, but who tells him what to truly do? All right. And you know, so that's not the craziness about it, but what do you, tell me what is your opinion on our generation Um, uh,
5: I mean, my opinion as my generation is yeah we we are hostile generations because we was we was breeded violence, like some people they escaped it, but okay, taking for instance i was I'm from the murder capital of New Orleans, like I said in one of my pieces I was I was eight years old when I witnessed my friend's brains get blowed out. So, I mean, like, every rule that my mama told me or taught me was, it was like, that's not going to help me survive in this world because it's not like her generation to where you could go outside, yeah, y'all play hopscotch or you do this. My generation is, they're gun toters. Everybody want to be a gun toter in my generation. Nobody has principles or morals anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I frown upon my generation, but at the same time, old heads can't understand our generation is because, all right, y'all had, y'all had leaders for when y'all, y'all got called niggas, y'all, y'all was this. We don't have those leaders anymore. We don't have those, mm-hmm. So when we paid, we're paving our own way. Like I always, people always ask me, well, who do you take up after? I say, I'm, I'm self-made. You know what I'm saying? That's why a lot of authority figures really don't like me is because I don't I don't care that you wear badge. I don't care that you you've been older than me. You know more stuff than me. I I'm self made. I'm gonna do as I wish and I'm gonna move as I please. Now you can give me your your input and your wisdom on it, and I'll take bits and parts of it from it, and I'll make it into mine. I'm not just gonna sit back and you tell me what you did in your days. I'm gonna be like, okay, that was your days, your time that that has passed. And I mean, sometimes it's my downfall because mm-hmm. I don't listen to older people, but. Some older people that tell me instruction, I'm like, you're telling me this, how to better myself, so what were you doing when that next man was telling mm-hmm. you to better yourself? What were you doing? You're saying mm-hmm. that you were doing the same thing I'm doing, right? So if I'm going to make the mm-hmm. same mistake you're making, well, you see me making the same mistake and you'll say, don't go down that way, or oh, I would. Well, I'm not going to make the, the same mistake and I'm not going to make the mistake as you did it, but I'm human. I am imperfect. I'm going to be, I'm going to make a mistake. Yeah, I like the party. I mean, who don't? I mean, I like to, right. sometimes I like to stimulate my mind. You did it, so why are you looking down upon me when I do it? Is it because I'm sure. doing it in public? I do it in public and not in the comfort of my home. I'm gonna be me, is is what I say. I'm going to be me. I'm self made. You didn't create me. I mean, you didn't help create me. My father couldn't even tell me what to do. Once I seen, I heard my father talk about my father pass and all that. I'm like, look. You wasn't no million-man march mover. You wasn't no rights mover. How are you going to try to look down upon me because I'm doing the exact same things you did? Okay, I understand that, oh, you did it with respect and all that, but my my generation is not respect. I mean, I just have morals that I, I hold on to myself. Every man got to have okay. his own code. You feel Very me? Every true. man got to have a code. So, I mean, my code, my code may not be different. My code is different from yours. You know what I'm saying? I go beast mode when I, I, I put cheat codes in. <laughs> I like to cut corners. <laughs> <laughs> right?
2: That's real. That's real. Beast King. Yep. What do you think about the close out of that four way collab we did?
3: Y'all will. Fire.
2: Fire. <laughs> yeah, fire. it's crazy. We were now just, uh, me and Lucy, you know, we were saying, talking about generations, you know. And I'm like a Generation XY kid cause I was one like last the last inter- and of Generation X. So, you know, I I see, in a way, the difference. You know, my brothers are definitely Generation X kids, and I see my nieces and nephews are, like, Y and Z Generation kids. So it's like I see the kind of difference. And therefore, you know, my grandmother, you know, almost I would say Generation A. But, you know, she ain't that old. But, you know, I say she like Generation A, the beginning of the generation. But you can see how every generation is different. You know, we've all... Bump our heads in similar ways. You know, the 60s were the, the weed heads and the ecstasy, and, you know, they were eating mushrooms and stuff. And now, here we are in 2015, and you have the weed heads, the ecstasy, and the mushrooms. Nothing changed. The only thing that changed are the people. But the same thing that in the 60s, doing here, You know, just like in the 80s, they wore straight leg pants. Now, they're doing it in 2015, they're called skinny jeans. You know, time does nothing but evolve. But then it goes in a constant circle if nobody don't change it.
3: Mm
2: hmm. You're right. Please king, tell me what is your input? What do you think about this generation?
9: This is the information generation. And when I say the information generation everybody I'ma do this I'm gonna do the southern southern style. Everybody got to sit on their own pot, right. You have enough information for you not to be stupid now. The reason you remain in the same situation is because you don't study. You have so much information you literally can find out about your whole life if you want to. Ninety
3: percent of people they 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 say they want to change what they're fine with their life. We've been having movements,
9: groups, organizations to help people that are being trampled on for a millennia. So we have blueprint after blueprint after blueprint of the highs and lows of every generation. So if you have the blueprints of how they fucked up, why the, why can't you make an organization that work? If you saw everything, if you see all the positives and you weigh out the negatives, you saw what they did that messed up and what couldn't mess up. If you bring it to 2015, you could have a hell of a blueprint to really change the world for real. Because we all had right. enough blueprints that didn't work. But everyone really, when it comes down to it, a lot of people mm, like yeah, to talk. Yeah. A lot of people don't mind. Well, I got a job at a at a motor company. I'm making thirty five dollars an hour. I, I'm fine with that. But if you ask them, "Do you even know who you are? Do you even know who your people is? Do you know about your culture what that Would that matter? I got a job, I got money, I got the car I want to drive. I got a watch like, learning your learning about you was so unimportant now if you just get your material. we are a generation of information materialistic people people different strokes with different strokes, different types mm-hmm. of people have different types of fun. True. Like, Lucy go to parties or, you know, however he have fun. I'm a little older. I may go to a party, but it may have to be a certain type of party for me to participate in. True. So I'm not going to turn, I'm not going to say, well, you know, why are you at this party? Because that is what he likes. It's all about what you like. like. True, true. Like, I've learned, see... Being a master student, you learn not only from your mistakes, you learn how to prevent mistakes if you get the correct information. Since I study mm-hmm. a lot about a whole bunch of stuff, just to, and I do it not just for me, I do it for the organization that I have, I do it for the foundation that I have, I do it for my family, I do it for the people that's in my circle, the people that I, that I care for, people I ride for. I learn information not just to benefit me. I learn information to benefit the entire beast nation, because it's not just for me to hold on to, like I'm uh, the Grinch that stole Christmas. All that information <laughs> is not going to just help me if I can not help people. But I learn, mm-hmm. but you know, when you learn about this world you're living in, you know how many mistakes you won't make. Yeah, that's true, and.
2: And not only that, but, you know, the more you learn, the more you can tell people things, you know. Like uh, my brother, like I got my nose pierced, and my brother flipped out about it. My brother's like, why did you do that? Why would you pierce your face? And my brother's like, give me one legitimate reason why I should not be upset with you. So I asked my brother, I said, well, brother, have you read the Bible? My brother says, okay, Ashley, you guarantee to you know, quote scripture, he said, there's nothing in the Bible that has anything to do with a nose ring. And I said, no, you're wrong. There's a passage in the Bible where God told this man to look for a wife for his son. And when he found the wife that God said was perfect in his eyes, he gave the wife three gold bracelets and a nose ring. And I told my brother, I said, if the wife that God said was good enough for that man to have a nose ring, it's good enough for me too. So you never know what you can learn that can actually inspire, open up, or even prove a point to somebody that they never would have thought of.
9: See, and the fact of the matter is, not just stating the obvious. If you look at your culture, we had we those rings are not like like taboo for our people. True. Our warrior tribes and kingdoms and empires. Had these things, these piercings of the ear and these piercings of the nose they we had those things already it doesn't it doesn't mean see people take a symbol, they manipulate the symbol, then the symbol means what they want it to mean, whether it credits or discredits you because the swastika has been used and abused, and that actual cross. It's used in so many different cultures, it don't even mean what... They made it a symbol of hate, and that's not what it was meant to be. Okay. But don't nobody know that? Because they, they don't want to. If you, if you really knew that, and I know a lot of educational systems are about to be pissed off at me, but I don't give a fuck niggas sell my... Never mind. <laughs> if you knew that the job of the educational systems right now is to teach you everything
3: that has nothing to do with you, would you would you still go to school?
2: I mean, I was homeschooled, so you know, I didn't have much of that problem like that with the whole education system. But, yeah, that's true. Or even that's even worse. Imagine this. Imagine you go to work, and they tell you you still have to work, but it's not guaranteed that you'll get your check but you still have to come to work and teach some bad kids something you know that's not even necessary for them to learn in their daily life, and they have to sit in a classroom with you for 45 minutes to an hour, you know, and you don't get paid. That's the education system for
3: you. <laughs> that, that's factual because their job is to teach you to get a good job to
9: work for the government.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh.
9: And like outside of that, I don't mind the educational system, but if they taught you more on how to be self-sufficient, I would be all the way
3: for. They don't right. teach you. They teach you to work for somebody.
2: That's deep. That's deep. Well, y'all, you know, the lights is flickering on the street tonight. You know, like like our mama would tell us, you better be on that porch before them lights come on. You know, so we better better start wrapping up here tonight. I think I want us to do a little speed round tonight on the street. You know, go ahead and graffiti. Graffiti the wall. Really say some things that really need to be said on the streets tonight. Lucy, how do you feel about graffiti in the wall one more time before the lights come on?
5: Uh, okay, I'm I'm down for it. You
2: know me. All right, now, this is what we're going to do, Lucy, I want you to go ahead and start us out. Be king. In North Central Kentucky, I'm going to get to you, and I'll close us out. And that will be our fast graffiti on the mic. Oh,
5: okay. Um, This is called Deceitful. Woke up in the morning with a pride full of joy, but I noticed that I didn't have no noise in the inside. Yes, my heart wasn't beating, but I was still walking. See, the lady that lay next to me was being deceitful. I didn't understand, but I knew my mind was planning something evil, and I know I'm tired of speaking on stuff that uh, make me want to hurt them so my life is feeling like a sequel. Open door, hit car, and I'm driving off, and I'm just thinking to myself, like, I made it by far by listening to my intuition, so should I spin back and listen to it again? Spin back, open back door, and I see that my friend who I thought was my friend is laying there with my woman being deceitful. So like a mad chef, I take the heat and put it against his ribs and burn his ribs. See, I didn't understand what was going on, because as kids, he always has been deceitful. He'll say one thing, and I'll laugh it off like, oh, we just hang together, but then do another. See, when a check came, that's when he flashed up, but when it left, he was gone like a snake in the grass. So. I had to think of some things that I can do. Like I can be mad, disrespectful. I'll wait till he's with his crew, put the shotgun in my pants leg, walk up on him like a zombie from The Walking Dead, and unleash it up on him and bust open his thorax. See, you shouldn't have been deceitful to me because I am the most deceitful one. I thought you know that. I'm coming from a land where everybody has something to say about everybody, but see me, I just say to myself, I'm on my avenue, minding my own business. So, if you come with me being deceitful, I'll let you know that my
3: life will go back into that sequel. In peace. Why being Lucci?
0: This piece is called
7: When I Was Young. When I was young, I was brought up in the church. I was taught to do right, but I didn't always do what I was taught. When I was young, I had old church mothers to teach me the way and old church fathers to teach me how to be a man. But I didn't always listen to my old church mothers and fathers. When I was young, I was taught to pray. But sometimes when things got hard, I didn't know how to pray. When I was young, I listened to my mother and my father as they taught me right from wrong. But as I got older, I didn't always do right. Sometimes I did the wrong thing. When I was young, I listened to the elders. I listened to those who had ruler over me, but I wasn't always obedient to what they told me. When I was young, I knew how to sing in church. I knew how to read my Bible, but as I got older and I got in situations, sometimes I really didn't know how to read. When I was young, I used to pray. Now I lay me down asleep. But as I got older, I started to pray deeper prayers. When I was young, I didn't know the things that I did now that I do. But as time grows and as I get older and wiser, God teaches me the things that I need to know. I don't know everything. I wish I did, but I don't. Sometimes I read. Sometimes I listen. But Sometimes I just sit back and just observe. But when I was young, an old church deacons tell me, sometimes you got to sit back and listen and watch because everything that you see and everything that you hear isn't true. But at that time, I thought I knew everything. But as I got older, I realized I didn't. When I was young, I knew how to praise God. I knew how to shout. I knew how to do all of this. I knew how to do all of that. But as I got older, I knew that some of the things that I used to do didn't work anymore. So I had to develop a closer relationship with God for myself. I couldn't go back what Mama and Daddy taught me because it was for them. I had to get a personal relationship with myself. When I was young, I knew all the things that you had to learn for how to dress, how to talk how I walk, but as I got older, I started thinking for myself. I started talking for myself. I started walking for myself. When I was young, I used to watch the older people. I used to watch how they would do, and I used to think that they were so perfect. But as I got older, I realized that they weren't so perfect. They did some wrong themselves. I realized that I had to make this a personal decision for it's me that makes the decision whether I go to hell or whether I go to heaven. It's up to me to decide whether I want to spend my life in heaven or hell. I don't want to spend my life in eternity burning in hell, because that's just not true. I want to see the streets of gold when I walk through the gates of heaven. So everything that I was taught when I was young, that was good back then. But now it's time for me to learn and to teach the young that's coming up behind me. For when I was young, I knew, but now I know more, and now I have to do more because time is winding up, and each day goes by. It's another day that Jesus is coming back. I want to be ready when he calls my name. I don't want to die when my work's undone. So the things that I was taught when I was young, I now have to apply as I get old. When I was
3: young, when I was young, when I was young, by Jalen Rose.
1: It all started yesterday, and now I can't think about nothing. Is it a real? I know this can't be. Wish I could dream it on the way, and now all I need is a drug. that can help me make it true another day. Maybe it's just me, it won't let me be, and I know,
9: me, but I'm saying why me, be. Want... Why me. Why do I look at the shadow of myself and the shadow looks back at me and talks funny? Why do I look in my pockets and my pockets never seem full because they always be itching and aching and scratching and scraping for money? Why me? Why do I look at the valley of the shadow of death and I know the valley is trying to take my breath so I look in different walks and the ways that I step see why me? Why did my mother have to die in 2014? why did I have to put her in that last bed for the last time that she would ever see? I often asked the father why when her breath left her body and I was there to see her breath leave her body. See, I always asked him why. Why wasn't it me? Why wasn't it a time for me to see you clearer? I looked in the mirror and said, maybe it was because I wasn't worthy to see you. Maybe it's because I didn't understand what you was trying to bring me forth as a man, so I look back. I often look back. I look back at that room. I look back at that hallway. I look back at all of the words that I said to my mother, all those words I said to my mother, the good and the bad, and the more bad that I remember that I did say that even then now makes me more the more sad. See, I wish I could have loved her even more, and I already did. I wish I could have loved her to the point that I loved her even when I first came from my mother's womb as a kid. See, I have to ask, why me? Why did I have to lose my job but then still take care of my dad that was constantly telling my mom that he wished that she was dead? See, I often say, why me? But as I look into my father's eyes now, as his body starts to deteriorate right now, as his skin starts to sink in right now, as he's getting bonier and bonier and thin right now, I'm asking again, Father, why me? Why must I sit and watch and see? Every time that I try to give him something to eat, he says no. And every other day, every, week, every other week, every moment, he's still asking for my mama's name. And it helps the pain deep inside more and more grow. I asked, Father, why me? But then he asked me, why not me? Why can't I make moves to go through all of these trials and tribulations that I've gone through? You are an overcomer. That's what I made you, not just in the summer. So this is what you need to do. See, he made me different. He gave me different abilities that I didn't really see these abilities until my peace and tranquility was destroyed. And oftentimes he lets me see visions, and the visions keep me oh so paranoid, but I still still was wondering, why me? And the more that I say, why me, the more that I hear him say, why not you? You're still supposed to be on this planet. I still have mission, and I still have things, for I need you to do, so I am here for you. So we're looking at my downs, but even though I'm down, I feel myself going up. Then he put a queen in my life, I mean the piranha in my life to keep me on my struggle and strife so I don't have to go nuts. He showed me. He showed me that even though my road is rocky, even though my road is narrow, I can still walk it. And I have to practice but I preach so I can still talk it. See, he showed me what me" really meant. And even though at times I'll be laying in my bed and these visions and dreams have my mind so spent, he still shows me that you were made for this. You were made to overcome any situation, any trial or tribulation, because your final destination is probably to be with me. He said, probably, because if you're not with me it's some things that you did to make sure that you would not be with me. So I don't ask him why me anymore. I just look at my present and I go forward into the future, but I still... Research my past. Every segment, every section, because I need my heart to last. Even though that my weight gained, now my weight's starting to get trained, but I still got to maintain because Jesus is just the almighty name that can bring forth energy and power. I mean, Yahshua, I'm sorry for saying your name without it being correct. You are Yahweh, so I have to give you Yahweh respect the great almighty one, even though at times I need to be put in check, you don't want to keep me on the higher ground when my mind wants to go into the lower decks. So I don't say why me. I say thank you for even letting me breathe, even letting me go up again and again and again, even building back inside me the things that help me believe I thank you for inspiring my spirit man to rise back. You've rekindled my flame. So, forever and a day, Yahshua will be your name. And he is the true king. I am the son of a king. So, this is what I claim. And he is becoming my foundation once again. Yes, you're becoming my foundation once again because I'm ready to come home. But before I can come home, there's a lot of things that you put in my life to maintain. So, i got to make sure that the Beast Nation. There's a glory to your name. Got to make sure the network is a glory to your name. Got to make sure Team Hungry will be a glory to your name. I need to sure this legacy is secured because all of the struggle and all this this pain will be nothing. If I couldn't see the
3: growth, if I couldn't see the growth of this flame, and eat.
0: Take your
2: time, young man, mama used to say, don't you rush to get old, mama used to say, take it in your stride, mama used to say, live your life. My son, I come to speak to you, and not to apologize, but there's a few things I need to break down for you. Stop sitting in your deep, your deep sorrow, and stop praying, praying for that tomorrow. Cause tomorrow is coming, for you, my son. Stop sitting in the shadows. Stop sitting in the shadows and waiting for the light to cast upon your face, baby. Stand strong. Be the man that I know you are. Be the man that you were. For me, in the last days that you see me, but uh, don't remember those last days. Remember the days before. Remember, remember those weapons that I gave you. Know that I gave you them for a reason. Remember the smile on my face. Remember the tears in my eyes. Remember when your fingers used to intertwine with mine. Remember how I used to tell you, "Don't get that off that shelf. Cause don't touch nothing. Don't look at nothing." When you come into the store, son. Uh, don't remember the bad times. Remember the good times. And take on the stride. Son, I love you. I love you from the bottom of my heart. And I know I know you can't get the last image that you had of me out your head, but you have to. Instead, take your favorite memory of me. Take and multiply it by three. Divide it by two. then Add the six and count the one. And that up that right there will be the magnitude of that I want you to remember me by. Remember how your heartbeat used to follow mine. Remember how you used to protect me, home. Remember how you used to tell me, Mommy, everything will be alright. See, you, you are my only son, the one that God blessed me with, and you, you are so busy sitting in the shadow, watching the dance like there's among you, my son. Stand up. Get out of the shadow, walk, walk into the sunlight, let it hit your skin, breathe that air that God gave you because he gave it to you for a reason and I know, I know you're wondering why death hasn't caught up to you, it's cause it's not your time, you got way too much to do, my son, know that I love you and that I'm always with you, I mean remember when you look into the mirror you look just like me. Heartbeat just like mine. You've got my blood pumping through your veins. See, God did what we had to do for you. You got to strive, in my son. Remember, you forever be my son. So walk like a god, so that goddess that you found will walk alongside of you, my son. I want you to know that I just want to take this moment in time and tell you that I love you. And
0: Wow. You guys, that was some crazy graffiti we put on the...
2: That internet. was. That
3: was crazy.
2: Man, how do you guys feel about tonight?
1: I'm full. <laughs> <laughs> you over I the rug on your stomach, more. you're full, huh? Yeah, No. Uh... <laughs>
2: It was a nice night. Yeah, it was. It was. Beast King, hot
3: for
2: the buck tonight. It was a powerful act. Quite powerful. We could see the heck up out this wall. You know, I put my handprint on the wall. You know, just wow. Put my handprint in the middle of the wall. <laughs> well, I appreciate you guys though, Beast King, Lucy, Triple D, y'all. I really appreciate you guys coming and kicking it with me on the street tonight. But, you know, the mics are flickering, so we better hurry up and get home and get on that doorstep before we get yelled at. So, Beast Team, I'm going to let you dine and close remarks for the show tonight, sir.
3: Closing your remarks.
9: You're going to be doing auditioning in the Beast and studios for some parts. For rappers, singers, and poets to participate in the production. If you want to participate, inbox me or Ashley K. Lee, and we will get together to see where you can be in this production. And I'm out. Got to make a sandwich.
2: Boom. <laughs> well, y'all, that's what it is. You can look up me, Ashley K. Lee. Or you can look up this wonderful gentleman over here, Charles Lee King. We are over out at Beast Nation Radio. Love and peace. and let so long. Y'all have
0: a wonderful night.
3: Okay, round two. Name something that's not
0: boring.